0: wisconsin uh clerk i rise to nominate the gentleman from california mr kevin mccarthy for speaker of the house
1: the gentleman is recognized
2: so mike gallagher uh who the clerk who's been the clerk for a couple of years but um i'll say it this way it's weird to me that she's the clerk only in the sense that she she's like the the whisper to. (laughs) You know, like, there's always... Somebody else is telling her what to say at every turn, and it's just kind of... It seems odd to me, but... um, I mean, she's doing fine, but she's not... She's just really like the... I don't know. Puppet's not the right word, but that's the word that keeps coming to mind. Like somebody else tells her what to do, where to stand, what to go anyway. um, So I don't have anything against her, but, you know, it's kind of weird to me that we'll just put the person who's telling her what to say up there to run the show. You know, that seems like a better use of resources to me. But okay, so Mike Gallagher gets up and says, I vote for McCarthy, which is kind of how it's gone now. This is now the fourth vote that they took yesterday afternoon in order to figure out who's gonna be the speaker. And so far, it's been kind of the, well, I'll put up a new num, I'll put up a new person to nominate the speaker, the same person, and the others, I'll put up another new person, and it's kind of back and forth. And then, of course, the Democrats just keep putting up Pete Aguilar. Like, nothing changes for the Democrats. Same person nominated, same person nom- making the nomination, and the same exact number of people making the vote. Mike Gallagher, however, who's, you know, widely liked by the conservative.
0: How lucky we all are, Democrats and Republicans, to be citizens of the greatest country in the history of the world. Absolutely. A reminder, despite our infighting
2: going on right now. He's definitely out of order, Madame Clerk. You might have just barely heard there, Matt Gates yelling from the back row. Gallagher for Speaker, because his his answer is. Any Republican other than Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> That's who he's for at this point. And, you know, Gallagher took a moment to talk about how inconvenient all this is. I
0: say that because I know last night people were frustrated. They wanted to go to parties. They wanted to take pictures with their families. But honestly, we find ourselves here in this chamber for the second day. and We know we got work to do. But in some ways, there's no place I'd rather be. With the possible exception of Lambeau Field on Sunday, no place I'd rather be. Because
2: he's from Wisconsin. But
0: maybe, with the excitement, some of you hadn't had an opportunity to check what's happening online, let me fill you in, or what's happening on Twitter, what the press is writing about. In some ways, they're salivating. There's headlines about the chaos, this and that. Yesterday, our colleagues on the other side of the aisle were tweeting their bags of popcorn that they had out. They love it. The schadenfreude is palpable. palpable. But I think my friends on the democratic side misunderstand what's happening here. Sure, it looks messy. But democracy is messy. <laughs> democracy is messy. By by design. By design. And that's a feature. That's a feature not a bug of our system. We air it all out in the open for the American people to see because at the end of the day, the president's not in charge, the Supreme Court's not in charge, the Speaker of the House is not even in charge. The American people are in charge.
2: You know that, uh, that train wreck that you just drove by? Meant it. <laughs> meant it. We meant to do it that way. I, mm. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't. I mean, I'm with him in sentiment. Okay, democracy is messy. Putting all on display, all of that, fine. But claiming, you know, defeat—the thing that looks like defeat is victory. eh, I don't know. Meanwhile, the Democrats.
1: For what purpose does the gentleman from California rise? Madam Clerk, I rise to
3: nominate Hakeem Jeffries as Speaker of this House.
2: Fourth verse, same as the first, making no changes whatsoever for the Democrats. And then, of course, you have the other party, the other Republicans, what some people are calling hyper conservatives, Matt Gates leading Matt Gates is not a hyper-conservative. Nope. Um, I mean, just F- FYI. I think it's funny what people think. Um, you know, Matt Gates is is pro-gay rights, he is pro-marijuana. Um, he is pro climate change. Man-made cause climate change. If that is, if anybody has that, and you call him a super concern, I mean, I feel like you don't understand the categories very well. Um, he's very strident. He's very committed to the viewpoints that he has. But to say that he's the ultra right winger, uh, what I mean, he's an ardent Trump supporter. Not the same thing. I mean, just it's just kind of weird the categories that people put people in. Anyway, uh, Chip Roy gets up to uh, nominate another candidate for, you know, we've tried Andy Biggs, that didn't work out. We tried Jim Jordan a couple of times, that didn't work out.
4: Yesterday, my first vote for Speaker of the House was for Byron Donalds. Today, I'm rising to nominate Byron Donalds for Speaker of the House of Representatives. <laughs> You say who? (laughs) Well, he's a
2: black congressman now in his second term, or if we ever get to the second term, he'll be in the second term. Um, You know, replacing, I think he replaced uh, Charlie Crist, actually. Uh, So he says, look, this
4: is a historic moment. Byron is a dear friend, a solid conservative, but most importantly, a family man who loves dearly his wife Erica, his three children, has a proven track record as a businessman, public service in the Florida legislature, and now as a member of the United States Congress. Not a long-tenured one, though. Now, here we are, and for the first time in history, there have been two black Americans placed into the nomination for Speaker of the House. Now, he
2: went on to say, you know, it's not for the color of the skin, it's for the content of the character and all that, but... Know, it's an odd thing to me. I, I don't have a problem with Byron Donalds. I'm sure he'd be great because, like, at this point, anybody could be great. Um, but it, 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 it was a little like, oh, you got a black guy? We got a black guy, too. I mean, it was a little bit like that, you know. And then Matt Gates kind of, you know, this historic vote.
1: Fulcher. McCarthy. McCarthy.
0: Gates. Probably cast my historic vote for by Byron Donald. Okay. I mean, you know
2: what? If the Republicans elected a black guy, that would be amazing. I mean, sure, whatever. Just, I don't know. It's odd. Oh, I figured something out, by the way. I made a connection for something that I had not made a connection for before, so I want to Go bring this on. up. You know, you know the uh, the big old liar George Santos, who like hasn't said a thing true as far as we know. <laughs> oh yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, about he's anything. Everything. It's amazing. He's fire. And you know how like there's and been Aaron this Kamater. criticism of the Republicans that they haven't come out against him. Yes. Not strongly enough. You know, kind of tepidly. Like Kevin McCarthy is uh, assumed to be the future Speaker of the House and hasn't really said anything against him. Do you know why Kevin McCarthy hasn't been saying anything? Because he needs his vote. Nope, oh, that's right. That's the wrong one. Here it is.
1: Sanchez. Jeffries. Jeffries.
0: Santos.
2: McCarthy. McCarthy. Yes, he does. (laughs) Yes, he does. He can't afford to lose any. That's exactly right. And he'll say some stuff. And maybe (laughs) afterwards, we'll see. I don't know. So then we had a report, okay, in the middle of tallying up the vote for the fourth vote, that uh, C-SPAN came on and said that The Hill was reporting that McCarthy had made an outreach to the Democrats. Rather than to the, you know, the the obstinate conservatives um, to maybe figure out if they might be willing to do something. And then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez somewhere in the day had made the comment like, I don't know if you guys were willing to offer, say, a few chairmanships of committees. Right. A little power yeah, sharing. Sure, sure. You know, you want some votes. You give some power. You know, we could see something working out. So they go through that fourth vote. 212 for Jeffries. Same as it always was. Kevin McCarthy drops another vote to 201 because somebody votes present. Victoria Sparts from Indiana votes here. And uh, Byron uh, Donalds gets 20. So they go for a fifth vote. <laughs> Fifth verse, same as the first. And they go through all of this. And, you know, there's actually some kind of interesting stuff here because Lauren Bobert talked. And, um, well, here, I'll play it for you. Lauren, you know, again, they're bringing up a different person each time to get their moment in the spotlight. So, um, Warren Davidson is the one who comes up and speaks for the McCarthy wing. And uh, this is not how you persuade people who are in disagreement with you and holding enough power to thwart you. We're on the precipice of such a destructive argument today. I plead with all, all of my Republican colleagues Let cooler, more rational heads prevail. Oh, man. Y'all are being a bunch of hotheads. Why don't you simmer down and figure out what's going on? Not the best persuasive strategy. So Lauren Boebert from Colorado, who I think the bench for the 20 no's is getting a little thin. But uh, (laughs) so we put Lauren Boebert up there and she's like, I nominate Byron Donald. Yay. And then. So let's work together. Let's stop with the campaign smears. And tactics to get people to turn against us. What's she talking about? She's talking about the fact that Trump came out overnight and said, do McCarthy, it's the appropriate thing to do. Well, these are all the super Trumpers that are opposing McCarthy, right? Even having my favorite president call us and tell us we need to knock this off. I think it actually needs
5: to be reversed. The president needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes and it's time to withdraw with that, I yield. Thank you. Uh, there's all
2: kinds of, <laughs> of fractures going on inside the GOP right now. Trump versus Trump, Trump versus supporters of Trump. Um, then again, they go through this vote and it comes out exactly the same. 212, 201, 20, and a, I'm not voting. Uh, so <laughs> they vote for a sixth time. And this one was kind of interesting only because Kat Kamek ma- managed to get the uh, Democrats to turn to turn them into hecklers and howlers by saying that um, they are too much enjoying what's going on. And she says she wishes that they would stop bringing their popcorn blankets and alcohol to the floor.
1: Diversity of thought is a good thing. Kat it's Kamek from Florida, Florida that District 3, apart that's apart Tallahassee area. On the other side of the aisle. Yes, diversity of thought is a good thing. But they want us divided. They want us to fight each other. That much has been made clear by the popcorn and blankets and alcohol that is coming over there.
2: Oh, no. (laughs) And then... Oh, we're not happy. The house is not in order. And she is one of these, like... Southern moms who just kind of sassy and smiling. <laughs> like, I know what made you hate me. I do not care. Keep on hating. I'm going to smile bigger. And this goes on for like a whole nother minute. finally, she gets order out of the house. But that was one of the more entertaining moments of the day. So they go through the sixth vote. And same vote as the fourth, as the fifth. 212 for Jeffries. 201 for McCarthy. 20 for Byron Donalds with one present. They only need 217 at the moment, by the way. Because that one present knocks the total down to 434. Or 433, so it's... Right. It's you only have to get a plus one. And now they're down to uh, they can't do it. So finally, finally, they get all the way down and they adjourn until the evening. Barely like half the place wanted to stay. The Democrats and the 20 no's want to stay. And so they finally grant them the adjournment till the evening. They come back and the first thing they do is adjourn till the morning. (laughs) But they had to do it with a vote. Because it was so close, so they go through the, the a's and the nays, and it winds up. It's really, really, really tight. Two sixteen to two fourteen, just to adjourn again until today. And they were losing for a while, so it would have been on into the night. I'm frankly glad they adjourned until today because I'm frankly sick of this. So it is an entertaining story. It's um it's stupid, and uh, and yet here we are. No speaker. No clear avenue towards having a speaker, and uh, we'll tell you when anything happens. 5:23 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, as Candy mentioned though in her news, Matt Gates has now officially requested that Kevin McCarthy vacate the Speaker's office because he's not the Speaker, and as a not Speaker in the Speaker's office, he's squatting. <laughs> Which he's not wrong. That's true. Isn't that great? 5:23. I'm Andrew McKay.
3: When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877 Ask Dell.
1: This is a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance, we personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Just happy to be here. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty,
3: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923.
5: Tell all the other curs the life coming! You tell them I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's
1: coming with me. Best movie ever. one of them
2: the other side of the street. All I, all I experience when I watch Tombstone is jealousy over the I mustaches. That that's all man, I Man, those are some thick
1: mustaches, yeah. aren't they?
2: And I think Kurt Russell, like, you know, he probably has to shave like once every half hour. I think so, too. Yeah, I think that's so the yeah.
1: yeah, loss um, Same um, with oh, Sam
2: Elliott. By the way, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, I mentioned, uh, I thought I said Kat Kamika uh, District 3 was uh, Tallahassee, and I, in my head, I was like, I don't think that is right. And I went back and checked. No, that's not right. She's Gainesville. So, I, you know, and Kane's like, well, same difference. Like, I know, I know, but still just don't want to, you know, put uh, wrong information out there. All right. It is uh, five twenty-six on News Radio ninety-two-three. Informative, local, dependable, and sometimes accurate. Uh, Candy <laughs> has got our headlines for us. Candy. I totally do. Do you need a minute?
1: Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I just forgot that I do headlines this week. Uh, President Biden is going to be making a statement on border security this morning. He's apparently planning to visit the southern border next week as he travels Finally! to Mexico City. for the, He's been busy for the North American Leaders Summit. Uh, Republicans and a lot of Democrats have been hammering Biden, of course, for not visiting the border. As there's been a huge surge of migrants uh, in recent months, as I'm sure people have noticed.
2: You 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 think Republicans who have been criticizing him for dereliction of duty on the border and not visiting the border that this will satisfy them? No. Of course not. I
1: mean, I mean mean, you do need to go see the border. But he does need to
2: go, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's doing the right thing and it won't satisfy anybody and you know, so we go. Uh, Ukraine's president Zelensky says
1: Russia is planning a major offensive against the country. Zelensky warned Ukrainian citizens of new mobilization processes that Russia is preparing. president said the leaders of Russia is throwing everything they have left and uh, everyone uh, they can muster to try and turn the tide of war. Zelensky added that Ukraine has to disrupt this and terrorists must lose. And the Federal Reserve foresees higher interest rates to be around for, quote, some time. Now, that's according to minutes from the central bank's December meeting. The meeting summary noted that the policy would need to be maintained until data shows inflation on a, quote, sustained downward path to 2%. And the minutes showed no federal open market committee members anticipated rate cuts this year. And those are your headlines.
2: All right. Thanks so much, Candy. Yeah, sorry Bob. for bringing the room down. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Um, North of had a really good story yesterday about an offer from a company, uh, as yet undisclosed, you know, as this is often what happens with economic development, that Florida West has been working with to try to bring them to a century to occupy a building that hasn't been used since 2009. Okay. And, you know, we don't know who the company is, but. Um, you know, the, Danita Andrews is the person from Florida West that they were talking with and said um, that they were originally planning to just do warehouse and distribution, exporting their products here. They quickly decided, based on what they saw on the ground, that they want to move forward with being able to manufacture here. So they want to actually build the stuff here, or yeah, assemble, produce, cool. whatever you want to call it. Um, makes good business sense for them to manufacture here, rather than to continue from where they are. It's a foreign company. Um, and they want to lease a 40,000-square-foot town-owned building, you know, the century owns the building, in the industrial park. It's the helicopter technology building that was reacquired by the town uh, for a buck back in August of 2009, after the town foreclosed against the now-defunct helicopter technology company. It's been empty since then. So it's been 13 years this building has been oh, set, wow. 12 to 13, you know, Depending on what it happened in time, um, and you know, basically they want to come here. They want to have some people working there. There's something in the like ten to twenty vicinity, making around forty six grand. Not too shabby for cent- for Century, right? Well, get and they could they make a component of some part for the oil and gas industry. Um, they work with pellets and they reshape the pellets. Is kind of how it works. So they bring this to the town council, and um, there is a town council president, uh, Luis Gomez, who says, um, "Nope." Nope, not interested. (laughs) This is not what I want. I want something like the peanut factory that's going to make, you know, 200 people jobs, not some silly 20 person jobs. And um, the rent, even though it's fair market value, I have something else in mind. And everybody else is like, what the? People are not exactly climbing over themselves to invest in century which anything shame because it's a great place. And but, yeah. yeah, take anything. This building has been sitting vacant for twelve to thirteen years. And look, I, I know I am not an expert on Century. I know I don't follow Century a lot. I don't typically pay a lot of attention because you know that not it's out of our listening area broadcast wise. I mean you could listen online, but um even though it's within the county, it's always been kind of one of these I don't even understand what happens in Century most of the time. It's crazy politics, weird stuff, and all kinds of you know, odd things going on in Century. But this I look at I'm like, dude, Take the win. Hello? (laughs) Yeah. Take the win. Take the jobs. Take the rent. You need the money. And he's like, no, I think something better could come along maybe in the future at an eventual uncertain point. Uh. (laughs) So I guess we'll see whether they manage to outvote him or not. But that's where that particular thing stands. And I thought it was like, that's the most century story I can ever imagine. Unfortunately, that's really, really awful. You've got an investor and one person on town council says, "Mm
4: Mm-mm. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and the entire House remain in purgatory, unable to get anything done before electing a speaker.
0: In all, the defiant Californian has now fallen short in six votes over two days as a group of 20 conservatives who have deemed him ideologically unreliable, let's say, have refused to back him, leaving him short
2: of the 218 votes needed to win the job.
4: Fox's Kevin Cork. Police find three adults and five children shot to death in a home in Enoch City, Utah. They discovered the bodies when they went to the home on a welfare check. They say all the victims are related but are not revealing a motive. But police say that there's no apparent threat to the public and that no suspects remain at large. Fox's Gary Baumgarten. Thousands attend former Pope Benedict's funeral in Vatican City, presided over by the current Pope Francis. Joseph Ratzinger became Pope Benedict in 2005, resigning in 2013. America's listening to Fox Fox News.
1: Good morning. It's 58 in Pensacola. It is uh, 531 Candy Kellerton News Radio 92.3. Pensacola police still searching for the uh, suspect of a carjacking. This happened outside of the grocery store on Langley Avenue Tuesday night. Mike Wood uh, from Pensacola Police Department said that the victim did exactly what she was supposed to do though.
3: What you do is you don't fight. You give up. It's property. It's much different if you had a child in the car. She did not. So you give up the property. You keep yourself from getting hurt. You call us.
1: Suspect pointed a gun at the woman demanded her hyundai santa fe at the six brothers and nephew grocery store in langley car was later recovered in gulf breeze in response to a string of recent gun violence mobile police department is making an appeal to make it stop what you doing nothing just think about what happened yesterday oh i heard that shooting was crazy yeah that's the problem we have today people keep killing each other and it's like no one even cares I'm tired of it. I just wish it would stop. It's a one-minute PSA. It shows two young men walking down the street reflecting on violence and wondering if they'll be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Since uh, December 27th, 15 people have been injured and one person killed in three separate shooting accidents. The Nisi Project, this is an organization that fights against human trafficking and assisting uh, assisting survivors, says they're opening their first short-term immediate care facility. In Pensacola.
4: A lot of survivors that want to
5: get out of their trafficking situation don't know where to go. And so having kind of a
0: first line of defense where they're able to come and receive care, and then
5: through our services, we're able to direct them to long-term care where they can fully heal from their situation.
1: Survivor Service Director, that's Anna Grace Carrick, and she says that they're partnering with uh, local law enforcement agencies when survivors of trafficking and sexual exploitation exploitation are identified. She says there can often be a one- or two-day wait for survivors to be placed in longer-term care. Still no Speaker of the House following a second day of voting. I know that Matt Gaetz said he would never vote for Kevin McCarthy and again accused him of squatting uh, while writing a letter to the House architect House adjourned Wednesday night, and uh, last night we'll reconvene at noon uh, Eastern. That's 11 o'clock our time. We'll see what happens again. Republicans remain deadlocked, though, as a group of conservatives continue to deny Kevin McCarthy the votes needed to secure the speakership. New Omicron subvariant is the most contagious type of COVID you can get. That's according to the World Health Organization. However, it also notes that the variant known as XBB 1.5, I think is how you say it. Doesn't seem to make people any sicker. Uh, WHO's technical lead said its officials are concerned about the way it seems to be spreading in the northeastern U.S. It's doubling uh, just every couple of weeks. The Run Disney Half Marathon returning to Disneyland in Southern California January 11th through the 14th, 2024. It's the first time since 2017 that runners will participate in the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. Runners can do the 5K, 10K, half marathon, or the challenge race. Dressed in their Disney best, as many as 30,000 runners will race through the Anaheim theme park. Run Disney will also bring back its Coast to Coast Race Challenge in 2024, which combines races at Disney's California and Florida parks. Registration for Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend opens February 7th for Gold and Platinum Club Run Disney members and February 14th for the general public. I'm Dina Kodiak, and Amazon is planning on firing more than 17,000 employees.
2: In November, the Seattle-based company began
3: layoffs but estimated they would only need to cut about 10,000 employees. The layoffs are concentrated
0: in the company's corporate ranks and retail operations. This is the largest workforce reduction in a major tech company ever reported. I'm Mark Mayfield.
1: Here's a look at our forecast from Channel 3.
2: This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Sunny skies throughout the rest of the day with a high near 68 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 44. As you go into Friday, plenty of sunshine with a high near 63 degrees. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 45 degrees. And by Saturday, sunshine continues with a high in the mid-60s. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Thanks,
1: Brooke. 58, Pensacola 61. One Gulf Breeze 56 in Milton. Our next news happens at 6 a.m. Breaking news anytime. Candy Kellerton News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable.
3: Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons
0: at 4. This is why young adults ages 18 to 29 are living with mom and dad. I'm serious. This is what they're saying. They're basically saying, oh, look, I'd rather live in mom and dad's basement to be able to go watch Avatar in IMAX 3D and pay 20 bucks a ticket and not blink at it. And get popcorn. <laughs> and get popcorn. Exactly. I'm going to go to see Avatar too. I'm in the theater. And it's it's going to be 150 bucks for me to go by myself, but I can do it because I live with mom and dad in the basement.
3: On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Remember when washing machines were made in America, were solidly built and actually got your clothes clean? They aren't a the thing of the past, they are Speed Queen and they are available at Top's Appliance. Speed Queen washer and dryers combine durability and technology into the best washers and dryers in the world. Speed Queen will change the way you think about washing machines. They're built to last longer and deliver exceptional wash results. Unlike many other washers and dryers with plastic parts, Speed Queen uses commercial-grade steel and porcelain components designed to give you at least 25 years of reliable, trouble-free operation. That's why they come with lifetime warranties, the best warranties in the business. See store for warranty details. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to work and built to last. If you want durability, innovation, and perfectly done laundry the first time, then you want Speed Queen. See these great Speed Queen washers and dryers for yourself at Top's Appliance on Highway 90 in Milton, just
2: east of Stewart Street. Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 10 a.m. Key Marine Center
0: is sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. It's a dream team, so join them tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Pensacola
2: Expert
1: Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620.
0: As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. from managing staff, growing your business, training, new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help. From running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy.
2: Hey, it's Andrew McKay wishing you a happy new year from all of us at News Radio 92 3. News Radio 92 3. Informative, local, dependable. So hey. I think that would, those would all be details that they would, Amtrak would come to us to work on. Um, uh, again, that is uh, being occupied right now. And and so, uh, of course, what is the ask and what would it take uh, from an investment standpoint uh, to make that happen? Amtrak. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says, you know, the building is occupied. I know what we can call the organization. Occupy Amtrak, Occupy Amtrak, yes. right? We've been, I know
1: we could borrow some signs from people I know. Yeah, we might have some Used to hang out
2: leftover with. things. We just need a little bit of light editing. Um, we haven't had Occupy in a long time. We could Occupy Amtrak. Anyway, so the Robert Bender there on Channel 3 talking on Tuesday night about the prospect of Amtrak coming back to Pensacola again. I have lived here nine years. This is one of the never-ending mythologies that Amtrak is going to return to Pensacola. Kind of like how the never-ending mythology of we're going to change the graffiti bridge, right? Although right. maybe and the DC sale Reeves, sign's
1: going to be up. D.C. Dude, says know. he's
2: committed to doing something. Nude so Beach. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? No, my bad. Okay. I've lived here. No, I'm just kidding. I thought we already had Ch- Chimney Tower Park. Anyway, um, what did
0: I say out loud? <laughs> <Mike's
2: off. laughs> Time to go. Oh, uh, where was I? Amtrak. That's right. Occupy Amtrak. So he says, well, hey, maybe. And Michelle Caldwell, who runs the museum that now does actually occupy the Amtrak building, says we can make space for them. It doesn't take that much to run an Amtrak station. You know, I had one person text me yesterday and say a kiosk would do it. Yeah. What do you need? You know, you don't need a lot of bells and whistles to make an Amtrak station. So I don't know. Maybe it's possible. And as she said on Channel 3, who wouldn't love extra feet through the door, extra eyeballs through your your back door of being an Amtrak station. So I don't know, maybe. Anyway, we talked about that yesterday with uh, David Forte. He is the uh, one of the two deputy city administrators for the city of Pensacola. David, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir.
5: Welcome, and thank you so much for
2: having me. Absolutely. So first question is there any movement on the Amtrak thing? Is it basically, as Robert and Michelle said, that you know they could certainly put it in there uh, and sort of co-locate, cohabit with the museum? And I assume this is something the city of Pensacola would be in favor of if it were to happen, right?
5: I would say, I wouldn't want to go as far as saying that we're actually going to um, be in favor of it. We're definitely considering it. There's been some high-level discussions uh, made at the mayor's office with, with the respective individuals on the commuter rail side, but... Um Whether they can accommodate the existing women's uh the monument of women uh, museum of women veterans um that 's going to be something that we' are have to discuss more um, okay obviously we would love to have commuter rail um back in our in our area and it's going to come down to how we can accommodate what the costs are going to be what type of resources will be uh, needed to have, to make it to make it uh viable
2: very good I appreciate that answer and, and by the way are you, uh, are you on any kind of, a like, a, a speakerphone or a Bluetooth or something like that? The the sound is not quite as loud as I would love. Is there anything like that, or are you just on your regular handset?
5: I've got you uh, connected to my truck, but I can see if I can...
2: Yeah, Next give me, give me just a second, time. and while I talk, you if you can go on to just the phone. I didn't hear it when we were talking before the interview, but I can hear it now that we're on the air, so it'll be a lot better for people listening in their cars. They'll be able to hear you a lot better. Uh, so we're talking to David Forte, and one of the reasons, obviously because DC is out this week, but I love talking to David because he's got his fingers into everything. Like, seriously, like so many different things. David, um, how many projects are you overseeing right now?
5: Currently, there's right at... 47 capital improvement projects within the city limits, whether they're under design or actually in construction. Um, Those are what we consider kind of our large scale projects, uh, more, you know, the visible projects you see from the road, but there's, you know, above and beyond that, there's probably closer to uh, another, you know, several dozen when it comes to, you know, stormwater projects and playgrounds and whatnot. So the parks and recreation, um, public works and development services are the three departments that really, um, you know, pro- provide and produce uh, capital projects for the city of Pensacola and all three of those departments report to me.
2: 47 plus a few dozen extras. Okay, so not busy at all. Fair enough. Uh, by the way, the sound is so much better. Thank you so much for switching. So uh, the first thing let's talk That's about great. is um, it's a symbolic thing, but for me, I get really captivated by symbolic things. One of the projects that you're working on is the welcome sign at the flyover entrance onto Chase Gregory to Create something there that would stand in the place that the old City of Five Flags with the Five Flag Poles Monument was at. Where are we at in this project?
5: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate um, the, just the partnership that we have with the Department uh, of Transportation. Uh, they were actually going to go in and then and re- reproduce the structure as as closely as to uh, the, the Five Flags Monument as it used to be. But <clears throat> after much discussion back and forth, they they ultimately agreed that they would rather just kind of step back and uh, provide the money that they had budgeted for the project to the city of Pensacola and really allow us to, to run, run lead on it. So we're excited about it. Um, we have a consultant on board, a local architect who's going to – it was in the process of putting together some kind of just some framework, some, some boundaries of what could potentially be installed within that, within that triangular um, uh, piece of land, as I call it. Um, just to the south and east of the South Market Restaurant. Um, yeah, so we're in that process. We hope to do a call for um, artistic renderings. So essentially, you know, asking for any local, regional, you know, even national um, artists that may want to um, you know, submit some potential options and, and renderings that could ultimately be um, reviewed, selected, and then um, produced on that site. So what exactly it's going to look like we're not exactly sure at this point um it's going to be a welcome feature whether that's you know more of a sign whether it's more of a a 3d uh type feature we're we're not quite at that point yet but we're excited to get that moving and um, again, we we appreciate the department allowing us to kind of just take lead.
2: So will that be a city council vote among the options kind of thing? Because you you know that a lot of people will want, hey, give us our five flags. We don't have any, you know, we'd love to have that. Um, but with the visual space coming into town, you're going to have the Chappie James on the right hand side. You're going to have the Women Veterans Monument on the right hand side, the big flame. And then whatever this is going to be, who's going to ultimately make the decision on what you go forward with?
5: Yeah, I would think that there's going to definitely be city council involvement as to whether the city council actually uh, makes the selection or not. That's going to be a question between still for the for the mayor and, and the city council to determine. I believe if I if I had to venture to guess, it's going to be one where the staff will ultimately go through the entire process of of making the call for the renderings and and you know narrowing it down to a, a select few. Um, based off of certain criteria, and then at that point the who actually will make the decision? I wish I could give you a definitive answer, but it 's going to obviously be the mayor and or the city council that'll make the call okay and then when we have to bring on a contractor to actually do it there'll be you know obviously the time off to go to city council and award the bid to whoever the contractor will be that'll actually produce the produce the feature.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what the suggestions are, because you know I love to see the options and then see what I like out of the options. You are also working on the Maritime okay. Day Dock over by Community Maritime Park, and that's getting ready to be completed okay. pretty soon, right?
5: Yeah, we're shooting for right at uh, right at the end of spring, if not hopefully just middle part of spring. Um, I'm excited about that project. It's one that we've been talking about now for, for many years. We were fortunate to uh, secure funds, external funds, from our partners at FWC um, so no local funds at this point are, are being expended on the project from a construction standpoint. So that's that's exciting. Uh, project's underway. You you can see the cranes and the and the construction material out there if you drive by um, any 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 day. Uh, and so we're excited to have that project. Like I said, com- wrapping up sometime in the next uh, ne- next couple three months.
2: And that's like 50 slips, right, or
5: just shy of. It'll- Just shy. 48. You're close. Yeah, very good. You have a great memory. Uh, 48 48 slips, and then we will have a couple kayak launches. We're also going to have a a, a weighing station, um, a weighing station just on the north side, on the upland side. So if we were to hold and host any type of, or others were to come in and host um, fishing tournaments, there will be an opportunity to actually weigh the fish and and, uh, take some photos and whatnot. So it's, it's really an exciting project for uh, for downtown and maritime park
2: very cool we're talking to david forte He is a deputy city administrator for uh pensacola over community development hang on for just a second david let's get canyon here with traffic on the fives and not showing except anything. except there's
1: no traffic you know what i forgot to take this out because i am not the best producer sometimes it is is let's see where we are uh, eastbound at uh, nope everything's still fine <laughs> just checking not showing anything right now um it is thursday morning the first thursday of uh 2023. So hey, we're one more day That's closer wonderful. to Friday.
2: Dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back yep. to David Forte. We were talking about the uh, new slips uh, coming in at Community Maritime Park, and then right across the water there, you were also overseeing the project uh, renovating Bruce Beach and the hashtag, right?
5: That's correct. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Bruce Beach. We're under construction again. If you drive by, you'll see the construction materials uh, out there. I would say it's it's going to be really it's going to be really neat. Maybe for the nerds like me that really enjoy. Um, the intricacies of, of construction, but we're close to actually having the bridge that's going to be um, essentially, you know, dropped into place. That's going to connect individuals east to west from the actual Bruce Beach to, say, Maritime Park. Um, that oh. within the next few weeks, and we're gonna we're gonna make a call for the public to let you know because if anyone that wants to go out and kind of watch that operation, it's gonna be really neat. That's the bridge over
2: the creek that'll run parallel to Main Street, so that you could you don't have to go to Main Street to cross over toward the Maritime Park. Is that right?
5: That is correct. So that's that's the next big piece of construction that'll occur. Um, they're still doing a lot of earthwork and whatnot, and 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 uh, establishing establishing the stability of the earth. But yeah, we're uh, we're excited for that project. That's Phase One. We do um, we are under design for Phase Two, which is essentially the western half of Bruce Beach. We anticipate that construction to start, you know, on the heels at the very end of phase one, which is around summer, um, summer, maybe early fall of this year, where phase one will be completing, which is the eastern half. And then we'll be starting right there on the heels of that, the actual construction of the the western half, which we're calling phase two of the Bruce Beach project. So we're excited. That's another one that's been talked about for, you know, a handful of years now. And so we're Works out of it. It's under construction and underway.
2: All right. So, if I want to sneak onto the property and go climb around the fort that the guy built uh, in there during COVID, that's nobody's supposed to know about, but is there. Um, how long do I have? <laughs>
5: If no one's supposed to know about it, I'm not sure why he just mentioned it on the radio. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I would definitely recommend it. It is a construction site, so um, it is is, is essentially um, under the operation oh. of the management of the contractor. So I'm kicking my feet in the dirt while you're saying that. that oh, huh? Shucks, come on now. Oh, raspberry. <laughs> hey, if I was 16, I'd probably do it with you. <laughs> uh, Dude, let's st- get a gear up together.
2: Other, other stuff that you're working on that's kind of cool, you're working on the restrooms at Martin Luther King Jr. Plaza, right?
5: That is correct. That design is underway. That's a partnership with our, our friends at the uh, downtown improvement board. Um, that'll be one we we hope to have construction sometime probably in the summer time frame and getting completion latter part or late twenty twenty three. Uh, that's one that's been also been discussed about for quite some time. Restroom and parks aren't always, you know, um, the, the, the sexy right. uh, projects people like to talk about, but you know, the growth that Pensacola is seeing um, and obviously with the Palafox market, which is, you know, exceeding uh, exceeding um, records every single year the past several years, other than, of course, the, the COVID year, uh, it's we're seeing where certain spaces, public spaces, are really in need of public restroom facilities. And so this is obviously one, and we're excited to get that project going, too. And that's, um, that's a, again, a partnership with our friends at DIB.
2: At, do you know at this point, and pardon me for not remembering, uh, I probably should know the answer to this. Is that meant to be a 24 hours open or is that meant to be only open for special events? Uh, obviously, there's kind of a history here with no, some of the be- stuff that's happened there.
5: Absolutely. It'll be open while our parks are open. So, obviously, that is, though, it's a, a right away kind of median most people think about when you drive by uh, Martin Luther King, but it, it technically is considered a park. Okay. And so our parks are open from um, from sunrise to sunset. So Oh, okay. So, um, at least during be daytime. Be- Absolutely. So, you know, uh, how the locking mechanism is going to be, we're still um, in that discussion since we're in design, but we've got some ideas. Um, but yes, yeah, so it'll be open. It'll be open. You know, 24-7-365. As long as the park is open, the restaurants
2: will be available to the public. Okay, all right. No, no that's interesting. I, di- I did not realize it was going to be like that, so that's, uh, in my mind, that's that's good news for that. Uh, and one of the final other things is, and maybe this is wonky stuff, but I think that it's important. You guys are working on um, a master plan for Parks and Rec, something that, in my mind, it's almost crazy that we don't have, because if you've got, what, 93, 94 parks, and you've got all the maintenance, all, all right. of the equipment, all the facilities, the use of them it's bizarre to me that we don't have one yet but that's something that you guys are working on right
5: that's correct we we embarked on um a, a kind of an ada assessment um uh, several years back which which really kind of started the process of getting us to a master plan but um for whatever reason we didn't really uh, carry it much further from that so we're working with our partners at uwf they're actually providing um you know, no, at no cost to the city of Pensacola students that are actually going to come and actually conduct a kind of an update to that assessment that was done several years ago. We're excited about that. That should be starting within the next couple few weeks as um, school gets back in, the, in in the swing of things for the spring semester. Once that is completed and we actually have that document, that'll really be the framework for it allows us to know what exactly we have and what we don't have. And then at that point, we'll. Uh, the intent is to bring on a consultant who will actually Um, handle all the the public outreach aspects what what are the neighborhoods in and around the parks what what do they want maybe what do they not want make some of our parks may have been developed decades ago and maybe they're just kind of out of date and um you know there's there's a lot there's a lot that's going to go into it we're excited about it i was on the parks and recreation board uh several years ago when (laughs) we've been discussing the need for a master plan and so it's 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 nice to actually be in the process of, of starting that process. So Very another good. another um, plan that we're excited to get going.
2: All right, and I said it was the last one, but I do I do have one us more us quick last do. one, which is: Are we going to get a pelican drop for twenty twenty
5: three? I would give you a um, it's going to be a, a forty to sixty. I would say right right around forty percent chance. Woohoo!
2: I'll take it. That's better than zero.
5: We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're yeah, we're 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 in discussions. Um, the pelican is. Safely secured um, at one of our facilities um, um, just, just north of downtown. Uh, but there are discussions about that. But, you know, uh, I, I presume over the next couple few months, you know, there will be more discussions and see how we can actually potentially see another you know, Pelican drop coming back to Oh, downtown, man.
2: I love, where is the Pelican? Is it still at the port or did it get moved?
5: <laughs> I, I'm— Am I allowed to disclose where the pelican is? <laughs> no. He said it's no safe. Longer, it is no longer. Yeah, yeah. It is no longer at the port. Um, we appreciate the port for storing it for us, but. They're, just, they're busting the seams over there, so it's actually under the uh, storage yard, of I-110, Okay. Uh, where we ho- will hold most of our construction right. materials. Pelican's on the to- move. And it is safely secured.
2: Transported in secret in the, the dead of nobody night. Knew. Nobody yeah. knew about it. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> <To the laughs> David, David Forte, Deputy City Administrator over Community Development. That means operations and maintenance and projects. Many, many, many projects. David, thanks so much for the time this morning and all the great updates and all the sort of invisible work that nobody knows you're doing all the time behind the scenes. I appreciate it sir.
5: I appreciate so much having me on and um, go Cubs. (laughs) I
1: forgot to tell you he ends with go Cubs. Uh,
5: You know, you think some people
2: are your friends and then they just torpedo you right out of the, right out of the blue, (laughs) get it out of the blue. Um, So, hmm. These, pe- these people just—they think they can presume on our relationship by doing something like that. <laughs> is that why you don't have Forte on too much? I guess you know that'll be the last time for a while. So oh, all right, David. No, he's fantastic. He, he is. really is. All right, five fifty-six on, despite his baseball affinity. <laughs> five fifty-six on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay.
3: Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out this morning at ten with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly twenty years, Emerald Coast Coins. Has been one of the top rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The
1: Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92 3 AM 1620. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
3: Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MERI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use, as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu.
1: What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and at the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play Pensacola. Tune in tomorrow morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
3: Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio
4: Pensacola app. I find them more, Chen All
2: right, Candy, I got one minute before the end of the hour. You think yeah. we can uh, slip some news in there, Chen Oh, I mean, let's see what we got.
1: I forgot that I have news. Uh, a sex abuse suit against Marilyn Manson is being dismissed after the accuser failed to get a new lawyer. Ashley Smithline took the singer to court in California over rape allegations and abuse. And a previous lawyer withdrew from the case, and she did not get new representation. I well, believe
2: it's his birthday today.
1: Oh, well, happy F- 54. birthday. It looks so like your go. case, right. case got tossed there, dude. Uh, former Colorado funeral home operator getting a 20-year prison sentence for selling body parts of over 500 uh. corpses. Uh, The Denver Post reporting uh, a 46-year-old Megan has illegally dismembered 560 corpses and sold the parts without consent. What? Yeah. Wow. Uh, You can make a lot of money doing that. Okay. And uh, Heisenberg is leaving the drug world for the snack business. Brian Cranston reprising his role from Breaking Bad in a Super Bowl ad for Popcorners. The Frito-Lay brand released an image of Walter White standing in the desert holding a bag of white cheddar popcorners.
3: Time for Mason on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.
5: I'm Steve Taylor, and here's what's happening. One of the victims of Tuesday's night's shooting on Colbert Avenue was previously shot at over the weekend while waiting for a red light. And Congressman Matt Gates says he'll never vote for Kevin McCarthy. We'll talk about those stories and more after Fox News on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. A
3: final farewell to a pope. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Benedetto.
1: Benedict, faithful friend of the bridegroom, may your joy be complete as you hear
4: his voice now
2: and forever. Pope Francis presides.